Yes, sir. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all, Zoom callers, Animal Crossing obsessives, and sourdough bakers. This is the target shoots next. I'm Joe Sparrow, uh, and this is the lowdown on the down low. Songs chosen by anonymous music business sources. Shut up! So you can hear what people in the music industry are really listening to, uh, as opposed to what they think they should be saying they're really listening to. And boy, do we have some interesting choices today. Uh, coming up in the show, we have Axel Bowman, Ronnie Size, Nearly God, aka Tricky, and oh yes, Reckless Eric. <laughs>
Well, that was... Uh, is there a better way to start the show? I don't know. Fantastic. Uh, Reckless Eric and Wow and Flutter, which is a great title as well. Uh, recommended uh, from friend of the show, uh, journalist and photographer and uh, a coffee aficionado, I think is a kind way of putting it. Um, and he got in touch to say, I nominate a song from last year's criminally overlooked Reckless Eric album, Construction Time Demolition. Yes, that Reckless Eric of whole wide world fame. Uh, and what a brilliant recommendation, because uh, I was one of the people who criminally overlooked that album. And, uh, well, off the strength of that one song, uh, what a great album uh, it probably is. Um, fantastic lyrics uh, to open the song with. Hey, I don't mean to be a fanboy, but how do you make your records sound like your records sound to me? What a great, what a great... Uh, opening line to a, a song so fantastic uh, and uh, yes of course we will also now play the uh, legendary uh, punk song a uh, whole wide world later one of the key releases on stiff records of course and reckless eric uh, while we're talking reckless eric um uh, sort of uh, legendary british uh, punk new wave singer songwriter has just announced that he's um, been diagnosed with coronavirus so uh, best wishes and um Best of uh, uh, speedy recovery to Reckless Eric uh, from uh, me and, I guess, everybody. So, uh, right, uh, well, what else do we have in the show? Uh, like I said, we have Axel Bowman, Ronnie Size, uh, and uh, a couple of unexpected uh, songs. Uh, so this is what, maybe our most varied show yet. Uh, this is The Target Shoots Next. I am Joe Sparrow, professional music industry hanger-on, dog's body, and uh, general layabout. And this is a song that actually I've picked um, because I stumbled on it somehow whilst on a Discogs crawl. Uh, more of that later. Um, but something to think about as you're listening to this, which is overlooked, or oft-overlooked second albums. This is Nearly God, a.k.a. Tricky and Bubbles. Gotta go, I get high Gotta go, I get high 
never deceive us And I deceive them Carry my troubles home Married with a humble The home. first hundred years are the toughest I'm getting smothered It's just one bloody thing After another Now then, there is a lot to love about this uh, song and the album it comes from that is Nearly God, uh, a.k.a. uh, Tricky, the uh, British uh, trip-hop artist, um, and his... Uh, well, it's <clears throat> this is an interesting point uh, from an uh, his uh, technically his second album, which was called Nearly God as well. So he recorded it under the name Nearly God and released the album as Nearly God, and it was called Nearly God, um, and it wasn't really publicised at the time, which was 1996 as a tricky album. Um, but uh, it, it really obviously is, isn't it? And a lot of the songs on that album uh, are using the same samples and. Um, uh, some, even some of the same song structures as his first brilliant album, Maxine K, from the previous year. So it's almost a sort of spin-off album, maybe a sort of remix album, but it really isn't. He was in an incredibly um, productive period at that point in his career and was collaborating. I'm just I'm reading directly off the Wikipedia page as always. Uh, he was uh, on this album. He collaborates with Terry Hall from the specials, who you heard there, Alison Moyer, Nana Cherry, Bjork, and his regular contributor. Uh, Martina Topley Bird, and um, he was incredibly productive for all sorts of reasons, I uh, imagine some of them uh, driven by his prodigious um, uh, hash-smoking habit, Uh, but he made this fantastic album, and it's sort of been a little bit forgotten, because partly because Tricky went on to record a bunch of other very interesting albums, but he became sort of progressively more... um, let's say, uh, less commercial and a bit more difficult to get into. Whereas this album is really, I think, possibly his creative peak. Um, and as was, uh, as I said, it was one of those uh, oft-overlooked second albums that you sometimes find that when you have a um, an artist who is incredibly um, revolutionary and uh, is suddenly um, fated, they often release an album under a different name, uh, I've noticed, and they get forgotten. For instance, DJ Shadow, the brilliant... Uh, DJ Shadow, um, his real, his sort of, uh, his first full-length album, Introducing, is an all-time great and one of my, uh, easily in my top five uh, and of all time. And uh, his second full-length album was really the Uncle uh, project with James Lavelle and a whole bunch of uh, uh, big names. And uh, it, was, but it was completely produced and written um, by... 
uh, DJ Shadow, and it, it's sort of been lost in the DJ Shadow catalogue, um, even though it is really a, the second full-length album, and it's, and it's definitely worth revisiting, and uh, I'm now thinking will probably get played next week. Uh, now, um, uh, tricky, of course, uh, Trip Hop um, is now rightly viewed as... Uh, on the whole, as rubbish middle-class sex music. Um, and so it should be. But Tricky, I think, unfairly is grouped in with those people. But how many times uh, in um, uh, in recent times has uh, a radio show segued from uh, a trip-hop uh, weirdo like Tricky into Jack Garrett? I'm not sure.
Well, now, I'm going to be honest, and I will say that I have unfairly written off uh, Jack Garrett and uh, grouped him in with the uh, sort of plethora of male bearded singer-songwriters who also wear beanie hats, of which there seems to be thousands at the moment, and uh, to me at least they all seemed interchangeable, and that is particularly unfair, um, because uh, that was actually pretty good, that was his new uh, one of his newer songs, at least uh, Time by Jack Garrett, uh, and I'm, uh, I, I had no idea uh, that he also wrote uh, a song with or for Katy Perry on her last album um, so uh, good on him that sounds like a good deal to me uh, Jack Garrett that was recommended by um, oh, who can I uh, yeah he uh, someone who is the, the uh, organizer the boss if you like of one of uh, Europe's main uh, music industry conferences and uh, thank you to that person for recommending Jack Garrett he said I'm a big fan of them uh, a favorite song of his is worry but this new single Time is excellent as well. Uh, so thank you very much for that recommendation. Now uh, you're listening to The Target Shoots Next. And uh, I'm still Joe Sparrow. And this show, as you can tell, is recorded uh, in a sort of slightly quick and dirty way. Um, uh, and rough and ready for that uh, matter. Uh, due to some uh, little bit of uh, overwork this week. I didn't really have time to record it when I normally do. In the uh, typically... Uh, organized fashion uh, that you've come to expect here on uh, the target shoots next um, but moving swiftly on I now don't say that you never get value for money from the target shoots next because we've gone from reckless Eric to a tricky side project to uh, squeaky clean singer-songwriter Jack Garrett to some mentalist drum and bass now I had a note on um, my uh, my notepad that I keep for the show that says come on play some more drum and bass and, well, here it is, ripped straight from the uh, white label. It's Ronnie Size out of the game.
Well, that's almost certainly blown the cobwebs away uh, if you've been stuck indoors for a long time. Uh, that was, uh, well, I, I said initially it was Ronnie Size. It's, of course, Ronnie Size and Represent the uh, drum and bass collective uh, out of the game uh, from about 2000 I think um, off their second album uh, in the well I think the correct pronunciation would be in the mood um, because the O in mode has a, a sort of Norwegian or Danish slash through it uh, but in the mode second studio album by Ronnie Sizen represent and uh, as I said that version is the one that I think slightly different to either the album or the single version I can't remember but that's ripped uh, straight off the white label promo uh, which came uh, as the second, that was the second disc that came uh, on a 12-inch promo with, I think, the lead single off that album, Who Told You? I'm pretty sure it's different to the subsequent releases and the versions you can find online. Um, I uh, I did mention earlier that I've been trawling through Discogs, of course, you know, we're trapped indoors, we've got to do something with our time, uh, and I found a massive pile of drum and bass uh, from exactly the uh, mid-90s to late-90s era that I covet and ordered it, and that was part of the bumper package. Pristine 12-inch white label, folks. So, um, yes, so uh, fantastic. Uh, I'm a big fan of Ronnie Size and Represent, um, although I must say that that second album, In the, in the Mood, um, did pass me by in 2000. He sort of moved away a little bit from the sort of jazzy feel of the first album, New Forms, uh, which won the Mercury Music Prize, of course, and uh, I don't know why I didn't uh, pick up that second album, really. I didn't really get into it at the time. And what a mistake that was, it turns out. So, um, thank you, Ronnie Size. Um, now, uh, this is The Target Shoots Next, where all the, show, all the songs are picked by music industry insiders uh, anonymously, so you can understand what they're really listening to. And coming up in the rest of the show, we have um, Phil Collins, uh, Young MC, and this, a recommendation from a uh, rather famous British uh, music journalist uh, who simply recommended this next song and said, it's absolutely wonderful. He's right, it is. And it's Rufus Wainwright with Peaceful Afternoon. Well, it's coming on to 13 years together, babe. I pray that it's a luck, a lucky, lucky number. And although I know I brought you joy and happiness, babe, I've also been a fuck for country thoughts for anger. Oh, 
what a recommendation. It was absolutely wonderful. Thank you, uh, anonymous major music journalist. Uh, that was Rufus Wainwright's Peaceful Afternoon. And I remember, I just remembered as I was listening that I, I saw him years and years and years ago at Glastonbury uh, performing on the other stage, the second stage, and uh, expected good things from him, but was absolutely blown away by... Uh, his his performance and 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 his confidence and how he just sort of was his performance was so sort of uh, restrained and yet excessive at the same time. It was a really fantastic uh, show. So thank you for that. Uh, this is the target shoots next. Tell us your secret. If you're a uh, what music are you listening to? You're working in the music industry. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on people. Uh, not that, uh, of course, people working in the music industry have it hard. I'm not saying that. But, you know, there's a lot of pressure to sort of say, oh, well, I'm listening to this extremely cool artist uh, that I'm working with or or whoever's the flavor of the month. Uh, I'm actually interested in who you're really listening to. So please let me know. Uh, you can DM me at a new band a day. That's at a new band a day on Twitter. Or you can email me, joe at terralink dot com uh, t-e-r-e-l-i-n-c-k dot com and that will be somewhere around whatever uh, platform you're listening to this show on and uh, send me an email and with your anonymous suggestion and uh, although do let me know what sort of thing you do so we can put it in context now uh well i guess we're coming up to um uh, uh, we were slowly approaching one of the kind of uh, with that in mind suggestions that i always sort of hoped that this uh, show would uncover and that is yes Phil Collins uh, but before that of course at the beginning of the show we did play um, uh, the, the brilliant uh, Reckless Eric new Reckless Eric song and we're reminded of of course by uh, his, his breakthrough of his breakthrough single Whole Wide World and uh, well how could we really play his new song without playing his most famous one uh, Whole Wide World and well here it is
initially, I thought it was a bit unfair to uh, having played his brilliant new song, uh, which we started the show with. Uh, that's Reckless Eric, Reckless Eric, of course, and Whole Wide World. Uh, having started the show with his brilliant uh, recent song off his uh, recent album, seems a little bit unfair to go back to his most famous song, which I guess hangs a little bit around his neck. But uh, uh, then I realised halfway through, that's wrong. It's just a brilliant song and we should always play a brilliant song. Uh, and, and this is the highest praise I can give that. Of course, that was released on Stiff Records, uh, the legendary punk, legendary punk label, and I'm going to guess 1977. I don't know, I have the information in front of me. It is 1977. Yes, there we go. Um, uh, the, the best thing I can say about that is that it sounds like it was recorded inside a, a metal truck container using instruments found in a bin. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. It's, it just sounds like someone's walked into a, a noisy space, picked up some noisy broken instruments and made something brilliant, uh, which I guess is pretty close to the truth. Um, uh, I guess that's uh, pretty much what he did. So yeah, Reckless Eric, Whole Wide World, the second of the songs we've played by him uh, this week. Thank you to our uh, photographer, journalist, coffee and chocolate aficionado in uh, the East Coast of America for recommending that. Now... Uh, here on the Target Shoots next, we're endlessly seeking uh, innovative ways to just play songs next to each other. And what I mean by that is uh, thinking of uh, incredibly banal gimmicks uh, at the last minute. And this is something we tried last week and worked kind of well. Uh, it's a thing that I like to call double shot, uh, which, you know, it relates to the Target uh, idea okay anyway so uh, double shot are two songs that played uh, back to back connected by something that might not be very obvious uh, more of a sort of a, a feeling uh, or um, an approach or an ethos in the songs rather than I don't know something boring like they work with the same producer or uh, you know, they use the the same studios or something like that now the first of these two songs was recommended uh, by a um, Oh, how to, this is some. This is someone who has the, a whole Wikipedia page uh, of note, and they're a, um, a journalist, academic, and writer, and they've written um, extensively on uh, music and fandom, and um, they've written a series of very, very good and well-received books um, uh, over the last six or seven years. Uh, and I wish I could tell you what they are so that you could read them, but anonymity, you know. Um, and this person has recommended, has written about all sorts of incredibly um, exciting, innovative, um, and uh, troubled, let's say, artists. So I asked this person, can you recommend a song for my show? And uh, they did exactly what I hoped they would do, which is recommend someone completely against type. And uh, they said, my song is I Missed Again by Phil Collins. I love that song. I love that video. Is it? 
français. Try to do what those ladies tell us Get shot down cause you're overzealous Play hard to get females get jealous Okay smarty, go to a party Girls are scantily clad and showing body A chick walks by, you wish she could sex her But you're standing on the wall like you was Poindexter Next day's function, high class luncheon Food is served and you're stone cold munching Music comes on, people start to dance But then you ate so much, you nearly split your pants A girl starts walking, guys start gawking Sits down next to you and starts talking Says she wanna dance cause she likes to groove So come on fatso and just bust the move. Uh. Someone could cure your lonely condition Looking for love in all the wrong places No fine girls, just ugly faces From frustration, first inclination Is to become a monk and leave the situation But every dark tunnel has a light of hope So don't hang yourself with a celibate rope New movies showing, so you're going Could care less about the five you're blowing Theater gets dark just to start the show Then you spot a fine woman sitting in your row She's dressed in the yellow, she says hello Come sit next to me, you fine fellow You run over there without a second to lose And what comes next? Hey, bust the move Some play, then you try to make a move and she says no way Girls are faking, goodness saking They want a man who brings home the bacon Got no money and you got no car Then you got no woman, and there you are Some girls are sadistic, materialistic Looking for a man makes them opportunistic The lion on the beach perpetrating a tan So that a brother with money can be their man So on the beach you're strolling, real high rolling Everything you have is yours and not stolen A girl runs up with something to prove So don't just stand there, bust the move The bride walks down just to start the wedding And there's one more girl you won't be getting So you start thinking, then you start clicking A bride made looks and thinks that you're winking She thinks you're kinda cute, so she winks back And now you're feeling really firm, cause the girl is stacked Reception's jumping, bass is pumping Look at the girl and your heart starts stumping Says she wanna dance to a different groove Now you don't want to do, she bust the move
truly one of my favorite all-time uh, hip-hop songs. Uh, even though that's incredibly uncool to say so, uh, that's uh, Buster Move by Young MC, which uh, was paired in a, in a, I like to think, as uh, in a fancy restaurant, you would pair uh, wines with each course. That was paired with Phil Collins and I Missed Again. Uh, recommended, uh, the Phil Collins song was recommended by um, an extremely uh, nice, uh, uh, funny and very, very talented author and academic in the music world. Uh, so thank you for that. Now, uh, if you're wondering why those two songs were paired, uh, I don't know. I think they, they had a similar sort of feel, that sort of exuberance and obviously... Uh, the drums and Phil uh, can't resist putting some big uh, pounding drums on his songs and uh, Buster Move is w w for, for my money anyway one of the best um, examples of uh, drum programming in that sort of golden age uh, of hip-hop around 1989 when that song was released now that song uh, I, I think it's interesting there's a lot not to talk about with the uh, young MC's Buster Move so uh, strap in folks now uh, this was a really good example and this ages me a bit but of the, the kind of hip-hop that I really love, which is built around some really innovative sampling. So that song has a, a main sample of Found a Child by Ball and Jack, but the drums, the brilliant drums are sampled from Radioactivity by Royal Cash. Uh, there's some bits of Scorpio by Dennis Coffey, uh, some <laughs> Daytime Hustler by Bette Midler in there, and of course on bass, that amazing bass line is played by uh, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, I mean, you know, truly an example of a song being pieced together by someone who is a, a little bit of a sort of genius savant when it comes to putting songs together like a jigsaw. That genius savant, or one of them anyway, was Matt Dyke, sadly uh, no longer with us. Uh, he died a couple of years ago. That song was produced by Matt Dyke and Michael Ross, better known as the founders of the brilliant uh, Cooking Vinyl. Uh, delicious Vinyl, sorry, uh, uh, record label. Um, and... Uh, uh, yeah, so they, they were also producers on a lot of those uh, songs uh, around that period. They also produced um, Tone Loke, uh, of course. Uh, Tone Loke, uh, what was his big song? Funky Cold Medina. Uh, uh, and uh, Matt Dyke, uh, just to uh, confirm his brilliance, was also one of the main producers uh, on the Beastie Boys' seminal, brilliant, cutting-edge everythingness um, album Paul's Boutique so uh, Matt Dyke I feel like is someone a little bit overlooked in the, the annals of um, hip-hop and pop music history and songs like Young MC's Buster Move and uh, Tone Loke's uh, catalogue which were huge songs at the time and, and uh, loved by uh, kids everywhere are sort of overlooked because they were seen as essentially sort of kids pop songs but they're absolutely brilliant and if you listen to how the uh, the drums and the bass bounced on that song and listen to uh, Paul's Boutique songs that's one of the most legit albums of all time next to it it's exactly the same uh, essentially it's got the Beastie Boys on top instead which sort of legitimized it so I, f I feel a little bit sorry for Young MC and Tone Loke um, but brilliant work from uh, uh, the sadly deceased Matt Dyke on that album. Now we're approaching the end of the show here on The Target Shoots Next. Um, and uh, thanks for joining us. We've had so far in the show, we've had Reckless Eric, Times Two, Jack Garrett, Ronnie Size and Represent, Rufus Wainwright, Tricky slash and, uh, Nearly God under his Nearly God persona. And um, well, we're going to end the show. We try and usually end the show... Um, on a longer song and <clears throat> we're doing exactly that again uh this is a recommendation from an american i'm going to say an american blogger of note it's a, a big 
American blogger uh, with a famous blog. Uh, and uh, this is a great song. Resident Advisor said of this song, um, which is Axel Bowman's Eyes of My Mind, coming right up, folks. Uh, Resident Advisor said, uh, the vocal loop that leads and repeats it is from an unknown, or at least to, to the ears of the writer, unknown version of 2020 Vision, country bluegrass tune, originally populated by Gene Autry, then adopted by the likes of Jimmy Martin and Bob Dylan. Uh, there's also a vocalless ambient version which is uh, and i think a beatless as well so no no drums no vocal ambient version which is really really beautiful something to fall asleep to if you want to nap this afternoon uh, but this is it to see the show out uh, it's axel bowman thanks for listening i've been joe sparrow join us next week on the target shoots next and uh, enjoy this this is a really fantastic uh, lethargic bit of uh, slow house from Axel Bowman, Eyes of My Mind. I've been to the doctor, he says I'm alright. I know he's lying, I'm losing my sight. He should have examined the eyes of my mind. I've been to the doctor, he says I'm alright. I know he's lying, I'm losing my sight. He should have examined the eyes of my
Genuinely delightful way to finish the show. What a beautiful song. Axel Bowman, Eyes of My Mind. Uh, that's uh, re- released, I think, last week or the week before. Uh, check out the details on the Mixcloud page or the links that are surrounding this, wherever it's being played. There will be links to all these artists and uh, places you can get these songs and information about them. Thanks for listening. I've been Joe Sparrow. This has been The Target Shoots Next. If you want to get in touch, please do DM me at New Bandit Day on Twitter. Otherwise, have a wonderful week. Stay safe, stay indoors, stay healthy. And see you next time. Good. Now then, draw the sash toward yourself. Why do you hold your ears, Grasshopper? The sound is horrible. I feel as though my ears have been injured. As the sound injures the ear, so it's discharge consumes the flesh.